From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, November 30th. I'm Sarah Reif. Shamise Cubison's attorney formally asked that District Attorney David Eister be recused from her case yesterday. Eister charged Cubison, the elected auditor-controller-treasurer tax collector, with felony misappropriation of public funds in mid-October. On Halloween, the Board of Supervisors suspended her without pay or benefits. She and her co-defendant, Paula June Kennedy, were scheduled to enter a plea yesterday, but instead, Cubison's attorney, Chris Andrian, told the court that he was asking the attorney general to order Eister to step aside. There is a potential conflict of interest in the sense that Mr. Eister has been public and his opposition to her has gone before the Board of Supervisors saying that he didn't think she was qualified for the job. She was challenging him on some of his claims. An auditor and what I would call an auditee, for want of a better term, there's always going to be the potential for that to have an adversarial side. And if it reaches the point where you're starting to say things about that person publicly, that now you have an agenda with that person. Andrian also foresees the possibility of a future where Eister and Cubison will be in the same courtroom, but in a very different relation to one another. I'm not handling this part of Ms. Cubison's life at this point, but it's my view that when the Board of Supervisors summarily dismissed her without pay, without any sort of due process or right to be heard, that that was not a correct thing. So eventually I think there's going to be some sort of civil litigation that will emerge from this. I see David Eister as potentially being a witness in some of those proceedings. He wants the case to be cleansed of the rift. When the jury selection comes, it's, that's going to be a kind of a circus sideshow to it. Everyone's going to want to be talking about the rift and all that. That's going to prolong the selection of the jury process at my client's expense. It just seems to me that the case would be could be cleansed by that. In other words, by him stepping aside, and then we could just, if we had to, go toe-to-toe on the merits. Andrian's recusal motion, which he planned to file with the Attorney General's office yesterday, refers to the Broiler Steakhouse reimbursement claim from early 2019. At issue was a dinner at the Broiler in Redwood Valley at the end of 2018. Forty-two county employees and 25 members of the public attended the dinner. Eister's office wanted to pay the bill with asset forfeiture funds. Cubison insisted that only the county employees' meals could be reimbursed for a total of $1,470. According to an investigator's recounting of a telephone conversation, Cubison told the office manager, Carmen Macias, that the DA could amend an item on the Board of Supervisors' agenda to pay the dinner tab. The investigator wrote, Carmen explained to Chamise that DA is not using public funds and that this got as far as it did because of her fault for not paying the invoice. And the DA doesn't want to change the agenda, and why, so the auditor can keep picking on things every time we submit things? Cubison also refused to reimburse the DA's office for travel to trainings and conferences unless he submitted a travel request and authorization form and travel reimbursement claims. Eister's office held fast to its contention that then-CEO Carmel Angelo had exempted it from submitting travel authorizations. Outside attorney Maureen Jacob of Liebert Cassidy Whitmore opined that the district attorney's office may have to obtain travel authorizations for expenditures, but only for those that are not directly related to a case, and either involve travel outside of California or are over $1,000. Most of the rejected claims were under $500. 
In 2021, Catherine Kavnis, an administrative services manager in Eister's office, complained that Cubison had told her she could no longer report expenditures for Cal OES grant-funded victim services the way she believed the state wanted her to report them. In a memo titled Ongoing Problems, Ray Auditor's Office, Kavnis wrote that after making her journal entries to account for personnel expenses, Shamise Cubison chastised me, telling her to post the expenses as a debit to one account, quote, and also as a credit to a victim witness revenue account, which, curiously, she had yet to create, is no such line item for this purported credit currently existed. Kavnis reported that she spoke with the Cal OES specialist, quote, who confirmed that my accounting process and procedures were correct and met the mandates of the Cal OES grants that we were awarded. At the now infamous Board of Supervisors meeting on August 31, 2021, where Eister came out against Cubison replacing Weir for the remainder of his term, Cubison defended her accounting practices. No other department or funding agency has had a problem with that practice. Whatever information they conveyed to Cal OES and, and got an opinion from them um, is not substantiated by past practice. So it's been done for the last 20 years in the Department of Transportation and many years in Health and Human Services. Eister complimented then-Treasurer Tax Collector Sherry Schatmeyer. But should we come to that point where she wants to retire, I think the court should... Uh, uh, well consider going to a uh, director of finance model where we have a, uh, uh, a more qualified, higher uh, experienced, and uh, I guess higher powered individual to come in as our, our uh, CFO. I've come to the board multiple times and never once has the board upheld the uh, uh, Ms. Covenson's decisions or Mr. Weir's decisions when it comes to the problems we ran into regarding uh, finances and obstructionism. If you uh, do appoint Ms. Gubbison, I expect I'll see you more often, which may be a good thing. The board did not officially appoint Gubbison to replace Weir after his early retirement in 2021. She ran unopposed for the combined offices of Treasurer, Tax Collector, and Auditor Controller last year and took office this year. After her suspension, Deputy CEO Sarah Pierce took over her role. Gubbison is due back in court on December 19th. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.